Hallelujah. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we acknowledge you. We celebrate you. We thank you for this milestone, this memorial, this place of remembrance and commemoration. We thank you for each and every one that has been a part of getting this ministry, this heaven idea into the earth realm. Some have been here only for a season. Some are charter members. Some are those that have come later and are the overflow of the seeds of those that began in the beginning. Wherever they are, we thank you for them. We wouldn't take nothing for our journey right now. We're just grateful to be here. Lord, we ask you to give us insight. Give us revelation on how we can possess the devil this year. We believe that this year is the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the year of the favor of our God. And we know that you have a word for us in this place today. In the name of Jesus. Now say this with me, Heavenly Father. Your word says, if I lack wisdom, I should ask you in faith, without wavering, that you would give it liberally, without fault finding. I ask now for that wisdom, and I believe that I receive it. And I say, with my Lord Jesus, that it must be about my Father's business. Thank you for giving me your insight into my kingdom success. In Jesus' name, I pray expecting. Amen. Hallelujah. I say this with you. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. The word of God. I'm an epistle. Of the Spirit of God. I am a disciple. Of my man of God. I'm a finder. Of the destiny path of God. In my life. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just thank God for this time. As Pastor Lee said, um, we are just near and dear. We we go way back. I know where the bodies are buried, but I'm not telling nobody. Um, I thank God for him and Pastor Dr. Tanya. Um, we, we, you guys are just special to us. Um, we family. Um, we almost like uh, one church in two locations. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I'm so grateful to be here and I thank God um, for what he's given me to share. Amen. The topic that we're sharing with you is destiny to devil. Yes. So there's a little bit of your theme and a little bit of my theme in it. Um, but I just wanted to put this there for you that part of, you know, we, we destiny is, is the undeniable truth that God has an amazing plan for your life hidden inside of himself and then placed inside of you yeah. in the seed form. Right. Right. 
but every seed has to be placed in the right environment for it to emerge. Right. And so yeah. when we say that your destiny increase, it says that there's something in you that has a deviling capacity. But there has to be some some nurture, some some environmental things. Like environment matters. Right? That's why God placed man in a garden in Eden. Environment matters. And so you want to be in the right place and have the right kind of perspective for, for that deviling to occur. So destined to devil. Um, five objectives. Number one is to celebrate with Hagam on the achievement of a major ministry milestone. I mean, that's a big deal, y'all. Right? There's a lot of people that fade out before they get to this point. Uh, but you have to be careful because we don't want this milestone to become a millstone. So we have to celebrate on the run because God has more in store. Two, to illuminate the multifaceted nature of the devil. When we think about the devil, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work to expand your mind today to just think about how big that can be. All right. Three, to elaborate on the doctrine of deviling as included within salvation, but often experientially distinct from it. In other words, you have the capacity to devil, whether you devil or not. Okay, so you have it, but there are some things that you might have to do. There's some shifts that you might have to make to walk in it. And so it's already a part of the package that you got. You don't have to get another thing to get the devil. It's already, it's already there, but you might have to do some things to experience, right? Number four, to cultivate a desire, a demand, a diligence, a discipline, a discipleship, and a dominion for the devil. Yes. You're going to have to play, you know, you're going to have to want it. It's not just going to happen. Right? right? You're going to have to place a demand on it. Some things you're going to have to act on and be disciplined about. You're going to have to not get halfway through on an instruction and then not follow through. Amen. And then there are some things you're just going to have to have in order for the deviling to continue to occur in your life. And then finally, number five, to accelerate you toward God's, the devil that God intends in every area of your life. All right? So let's go to Isaiah chapter 61. We're going to read verses 1 through 7. Isaiah 61. Got the scriptures, you know. You know what I hate? I hate when people come and they give you a thing and you do nothing with the thing that they give you. Like, that bugs me. You understand what I'm saying? We got, we've been, we here, then you go way over there and left someplace. Okay, I mean, pastor's pet peeves. All right, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hit the stuff that that you're hitting on, but I'm just giving you the revelation that the Lord has given me. Somebody say amen. Amen. Isaiah 61, we're going to read verses 1 through 7. And it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. Now, we need that anointing in Flint, don't we? They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks 
and the sons of the foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers, but you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Now, verse 7 is the key one that you've been dealing with. Yeah. Instead of your saying, you shall have double honor, or the yeah. devil. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the devil. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. All right? Now, I believe in the power of a called, chosen anointed, separated, and sent ministry gift. Right. I believe that God raises up a person, that he puts a call on his life, that he separates him. He puts some oil on him so he don't come in dry in the presence of God and in the presence of his people. Yeah, he, yeah. he takes him through certain changes and he goes through all these things so that he can be ready when his time comes to minister to God's people. Right. I believe that there is this thing called the anointing yeah. and that yeah. God raises up a person yeah. and sends them to do an assignment. I believe that your man of God is such a person yeah. who has that kind, yeah. that, that kind yeah. of calling God on his life. Now, why is that important? Because in the secret sensitive church, we want to tell people all people are created equal, and they're not. You know, we, we want to inf infiltrate kingdom thinking with democracy, not theocracy. Yeah, yeah. And so the truth is that if I'm going to get down to the devil at the end, i got to start out with somebody that can say the spirit of the Lord God is upon me yeah, at the beginning. To get all the way down to the devil. Yeah. Right? So I have to I have to believe that first of all, that there's somebody whose singular actions affect the rest of what we're doing. Right. You know, Romans 10, 8 through 10, 8 through Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 18 kind of walks us through that process. I have a graphic there that I want to show you. Go on to the next one. I'll get back to that. Y'all know y'all need to follow me on social media. Keep going. <laughs> all right, this is what I want to tell you. All right, first of all, there has to be that person that's sent by God. Right. Remember Isaiah said, who shall go for us? Right. Isaiah said, send me, Lord, I'll go. Right. All right, that person then becomes the preacher. Uh-huh. The people hear what that person who was sent by God says. Yeah. If they believe it, Romans 10 says that they are made right with God. Yeah. And when they are made right with God, he says he that believes shall not be put to shame. See how that how that person who is sent is the yeah. person who gets the shame off my life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Then they call upon it, and then the scripture says. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yeah. And the scripture says that the Lord is rich to all who calls upon him. Yeah, yeah. So this is my way of saying that the riches that you need in your life are tied to the mouth of a sent man from God. The outcome of then having a person who is sent is that the people then mature in their assignment and then the people themselves become trees of righteousness. Yeah. All right. All right? So they not only, um, they're not just members, they, they 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 are they are disciples. They have they have strength, stability, a root system, and a fruit system. Right? Right? But 
the outcome isn't just beautiful believers or diligent disciples. God intends that people to be raised up to be a light of empowerment yes. that brings transformation yes. to the region around them. Yes. Yes. Those people become trees of righteousness and then the waste cities begin to be rebuilt. Yes. Yes. The fact that your man of God has a vision for ministry, business, the arts, and community development makes him a special asset to our city. Yes. We need him. Yes. But he needs you. That's right. The anointing on his life is designed to move you from subsistence to survival to surplus to kingdom significance. All right. All right. And so I can start one place, but where I start doesn't have to look like where I end up. Yeah. Yeah. God promises to raise you up to the point that you can hire others. Right. It says the Gentiles will keep my stuff so that I can focus on the ministry stuff. But see, see, I want an anointing not just so that you can you can get a job yourself, but so that you can give a job yourself. Yeah, yeah. But the anointing is not for me to chill in my car's cash graves. It's not for that, right? God wants to free me and to free you so that you can focus on interceding for the society that we live in. Yeah, yeah. He wants us to focus on our ministry to a lost and dying world. God is working to raise you up to a new level of partnership so that he can count on you to help him reach the masses, restore losses, reverse darkness, and raise up the next generation behind you. Three key points from Isaiah 61, 6 and 7. Number one, we must re-energize our commitment to being priests of reconciliation, winning the loss and touching the hurting. Amen. We must be stewards and ministers of God's resources, using substance to advance the kingdom agenda. All right, all right. Money with a mission. All right. right? Amen. Two, confusion and shame of the past is being rewarded with clarity, restoration, and solid foundations. And three, we find joy in our assigned set places. All right? right? Amen. What happens is people be, yeah, I've, been in, I've been in the way a long time, and some of us have just been in the way. Yeah. <laughs> and so people get dissatisfied or they won't move to help the ministry move forward. Right, so so if you're going to be what God wants you to be, then you're going to have to be a person who has an ever increasing, ongoing commitment to the work and the worker that God has sent and assigned you to. Can't get tired. Can't slow down. I need a break, Pastor. I, the Lord has told me to sit down. Really? No, they don't. They don't do that. Yeah, I know. They just that's just that's the generation. Yeah. If, if though, I allow that to be, if I allow myself to receive a ministry of a man of God, to grow and mature as a disciple, to make community impact, to reach a surplus to the point of being able to employ others without having lo losing my kingdom commitment, and then taking on my assignment as a minister of recon reconciliation, then God promises to move me into the devil that he has for my life. Have a definition for the devil. Let's look at that. Devil, the devil is 
the ongoing experience of the power of God that multiplies a seed to twice in some value or quantity. It's an ongoing experience. Right? Don't, don't, remember the, the servant um, who, who the prophet said, shoot the arrows, and then he shot, and then he said, beat the arrows, and he beat three times to stop. I'm saying that the devil isn't just a one time I got it, and then I'm done. I'm saying it's an ongoing experience. Another definition of the devil is twofold. I'm going to just put that one right there. All right. So let's, let's just think about this. Let me show you another graphic here to help you understand. Now, what would, what would you rather have? Well, I brought you down to the altar and I said, I got a million dollars for you right now. Don't look at the screen. Don't look at the answer. And I said, I'm going to give you a million dollars today or 30 days from now. For every day, I'll give you a penny today, and every day, I'll devil it. Well, most people would just come up and take the million right. versus a penny right now. Yeah. Uh -huh. But if you understand the power of the devil, what you'll find is, is that one penny 30 days from now will be that $5,368,709.12. Wow. I'll take that. The power of the devil. All right, go on to the next one. Uh, this is an eye chart, but let me ex explain to you what it's showing. It's showing that on day one is one cent, on day two is two cent, on day three is four cent. When you get down to day 15, it's only $163.84. Halfway, and it's only over $100. Wow. But the power of the devil is that if you just stay with the process, you just don't stop. Just don't stop. It'll just keep growing yes. because it won't stop if you don't stop. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's right. All right. So let me got a blank sheet of paper here. Alright, so this is just a blank sheet of paper. Alright? The double is the fold. Okay. So I took this one blank sheet of paper, right? So now when I fold it once. There's two pieces to it. Right. right? I take the fold and fold it again, and it goes to four. That's right. All right. All right. Now I'm going to take it and fold it a third time, and it doesn't go to six, it goes to eight. All right. So the threefold, the threefold is eight. All right. What I have showed you here with that five million. $368,709.12, I've shown you the 30-fold return on one penny. Yeah. All right. Come on now. Hallelujah. Glory. That's the 30-fold return. All right. All right. So, just... Because I want to help you with it. Because the first question is, if that's the 30, then what's the 60? Let me show you the answer. Go on. So the 64 return is $5.7 quadrillion. Remember, we, the greatest economy in the world is the United States, $20 trillion. 
If you got 64 return on a penny, you would bankrupt the United States of America. Yes. All right. yes. Okay, okay. Well then, Pastor, what's the hundred for? I'm glad you asked. Come on, let me show it to you. I can't even, I, can't, I tried to Google how to pronounce that number. I couldn't do it, I couldn't find it. I, I can't, but it's a whole lot of zeros if you can't see it from the back. All right? So, Pastor, why are you telling me this? Okay, well, I'm trying to get you to understand. Stop telling people you've already experienced a hundredfold. All you have to do is start with the fold you have and keep folding. Just don't Amen. stop. We have said new level, new devil, but I'm telling you new level, new devil. Yeah. 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 Not, not a new level, new devil. Yeah. New level, new devil. I'm going to double here, I'm going to double here, I'm going to double here. And it may start out small. All right. But just stay with the process. Yeah. You know, just keep folding. Just keep on folding. If you keep folding, it'll keep growing. It won't stop if you don't stop. All right, Zechariah chapter 9. Are you getting somebody this? Yes. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 9, 11 through 13. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. For I have bent Judah, my bow, fitted the bow with Ephraim, and raised up your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Greece, and made you the, son, the sword of a mighty man. So five key points here. God is creating... Restoration and reversal based on the covenant with his people. Yes, sir. Yes. What has been lost, number two, will be returned and hope and the hope field will be rewarded. Yes. That's why you need to get your hopes up. Yes. Get, your, get your hopes up. See, science tries to get you. I don't want to hope again because I don't want to hurt again. Yes. Faith gives substance to what I hope for. So if my hope is low, faith can't get more substance I tell people about Lazarus. Lazarus was as righteous as Abraham because when he died, he was in Abraham's bosom. Right. But he desired, his hope was only for crumbs. Jesus. So because his desire was for crumbs, that's all God could give him. Yes. Yes. Don't be a Christian crumb snatcher. All right. All right. Get your hope up. Get your hope up. Wow. Amen. Amen. Number three, praise or Judah will be our weapon. Number four, right. the blessing of Ephraim, which is being fruitful in difficult places, yeah. is, is, is what God yeah. wants to give for us. Yeah. Number five, the sons and daughters of the next generation will be empowered to be victorious over the wisdom of the world. That's the wisdom of Greece. Now, that's why most the premier universities and even our government institutions look like Greek temples. Did you know that? Yeah. Ever, ever noticed that? Yeah. You go to the Capitol yeah. building. Right, you go to a premier university, they have that. They are paying homage to the wisdom of the Greeks, and what God is telling you is that the wisdom of Zion will outrun their Greek wisdom. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. So, in honor of your eighth anniversary, I asked God to show me eight devilings in Scripture. I had to work hard on this one, Pastor. I mean, I got to five, man, but that last three was about as hard as the first five. I'm going to just tell you. All right? Skip past this list. Keep going. 
Right, next one. Here we go. All right, so let's talk about the eight doublings that you that I find in the Word of God. The first is God gives you double for your trouble. Yes. That is doubling through difficulty by deliverance. Amen. See, that was the blessing of Ephraim. Ephraim was Joseph's son. Remember, Joseph yes. was, was the visionary, and then he was put into um, into slavery because of his dream. Yep. He had two sons. His oldest son was named Manasseh because his thing, his focus was on getting out. Yes. And then his youngest son, Manasseh, means forgetful. God caused me to forget the pain that I went through. That's right. Then his youngest son was named Ephraim, which means to be fruitful. Yes. So he said, I want to forget first, and then I want to be fruitful. But when his father came to bless him, he put his right hand yes. on the youngest son because yes. fruitfulness is first before you forget. So I have to allow God to bless me to be fruitful in the midst of my trouble, oh. trusting that he'll at some point in time cause me to forget my pain. Yes. That's the first devil. Yes. The second one is what I call double for your trading. That's doubled through diligence. Deuteronomy 15, 12 through 18 describes how a believer who has served your business should be properly compensated with a generous severance package when they leave. Amen. You know, the Bible thought about everything. Yes, it did. That's right. That's right? right? And then verse 18 says... It shall not seem hard to you when you send him away from you, for he has been worth a double hired servant in yes. serving you six years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord your God will bless you in all that you do. Yes. In other words, you're supposed to be twice as diligent as the unbeliever on your job. It did get quiet up in here. Yes. See, but that's a deviling. He said, right. he said, I'm supposed to be free to let the person go because they've been twice as good as everybody else around them. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's Old Testament. Well, Jesus had a parable of the talents and the one who had two and five doubled it. They were twice. They got, they got one. They got two. Came back four. Got five. Came back ten. Right? So they doubled through their diligence. All right? Number three is double for your translation. That's double through destiny. That's Colossians 1.13, where he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Yeah. Verse 15 says that Jesus Christ is the firstborn and therefore has the right to the double portion. But Hebrews 12.22-24 says that not only Jesus is the firstborn, but we are the church of the firstborn. Let's look All at right. it. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and a new company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn. So we get the right to the devil portion because just like Jesus is the firstborn, we're the firstborn as well. Somebody say amen. All right? And so that's why these scriptures tell me that I need to be born from above. You know, born again is born from the heavenly Jerusalem. All right? And so that's what that is. Go on to the next one. Hallelujah. All right, now let's look at verse, I quoted to you 22 and 23. Verse uh, 23, part B says, To God the judge of all, to the spirit of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. When I think about what I have been translated into, the destiny I have, to me, heaven is not mansions and streets of gold. Oh, my 
Heaven is this. This is how heaven looks from God's perspective. That we are citizens of a heavenly city. That 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 uh, the angels are all around us. That the blood is there speaking on our behalf. That Jesus is the mediator of our new covenant. That's how heaven looks from God's perspective when He thinks about you. I know you want to walk around heaven all day. But that's not that's not what heaven is for. All right, all right. You're already devil for your translation because you're devil. Through destiny. Number four, you double, you get double for your tribute. Oh my. That is double through divine connection. Honoring the man of God causes the grace on the man of God to come on your life. It says that the preacher that rules well is worthy of double honor. That's right. That's the word. And Elisha served Elijah and got a double portion yes. because of his honor, the yes. double tribute to the man of God. Yeah. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. These some good devils, ain't they? Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Number five, devil for your training. Yeah. That's devil through discipleship. Okay. This is you reproducing your life in another, being a tree of righteousness that produces fruit in the lives of another. Mm -hmm. Why? Because fruit is positive, desirable results because by definition, fruit tastes good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is you being a disciple of others while you are yourself your pastor's disciple. Right. That's each one reaching one and then doing it again and again and again. This is God's pattern for church growth. If we just keep the devils going, we eventually go off exponentially. Amen? Amen. Number six. Now, this is a little difficult one. Number six is devil for your transition. Devil through departures. Right. Deuteronomy 28 yeah. 6 says that you're blessed when you're coming in. Yeah. That's one, that's one yeah. blessing. Yeah. And then you're blessed when you're going out. The Apostle Paul in Philippians 1 21 says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Yeah. Two, two. Right? right? Now, we say God bless us with the job, but when the job ends, we don't call that a blessing. But God blesses us in our departure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll testify. Bless God. Bless me with the job. Yeah. But listen, when the job's over, he didn't stop blessing. He's still blessing. That's right. He's still blessing. He's still blessing. He's still blessing. And he'll bless me on my going out. Yeah. 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 All right, here's a more difficult one. Devil for your trespass. Deviling for defrauding. Now let's look at this one. Exodus 22, I'm going to read verses 4, 79. If the theft is certainly found alive in his hand, talking about a thief, whether it is an ox or donkey or sheep, he shall restore double. Uh, right. Verse 7. If a man delivers to his neighbor money or articles to be kept, and it is stolen out of the man's house, if the thief is found, he shall pay the double. No. Verse 9. For any kind of trespass, whether it concerns an ox, a donkey, a sheep, or clothing, or for any kind of lost thing which another claims to be his, the part, cause of both parties shall come before the judges, and whomever the judge condemns shall pay double to his neighbor. Now, let me tell you something. Doing business with believers is dangerous stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing business with church folk is dangerous. Because church folk will take your money, defraud you, and tell you to forgive them, and then you got to get on, you got to see them in church, worship with them, knowing they done stole your money. And God make you forgive them. 
forgiven. That sounds like I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sometimes you got to let them go and trust God, the judge of all, to still give you your double. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I gotta forgive them. Yeah. I can't I can't come in here mean mugging. That's right. <laughs> I gotta forgive them and still ask God to give me my money back. Yeah. 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 for your trespasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I done gave church folk money. Wow. I done tried to do business with church folk and got defrauded. Yeah. Uh -huh. On the application, I am a I am a man of God. call him out, but I can't do that. I, I just had to get double for my trespass. Finally, finally, finally. Double for your tribulation. Double for the destruction of the world system. Let me talk about this one for a second. We as believers believe that there is a spiritual city system called the New Jerusalem. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I am banking my eternity on that. Yeah. Yeah. That when they lay me out in a box yeah. here, yeah. Mm -hmm. that I want to be walking, sweeping through the streets of the city. Right. Mm -hmm. With my captain, that's going on before. All right. But now, if I believe that there is a system, a city system called the New Jerusalem, then I also have to believe that there is another city system called Mystery Babylon. Because the one book showed me both of them. They both in there. I can't believe that one exists and the other one doesn't. That's right. That's right. All right? And so oftentimes we as believers are in a world system the same way that Daniel was serving Nebuchadnezzar yeah. in Babylon. Right. And it seems like no matter what you do, the system is just against you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Seems like you just can't get ahead. Like the whole system is rigged. Yeah. All right. Come on. It is rigged. It is. But the scripture tells us that there's coming a day yeah. when God, the judge of all, is going to avenge us yeah. for the whole system. Revelation 18, 2 through 6 says, And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and it has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Uh-oh, this is where Revelation wasn't just talking to them, it's talking to us. Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, unless you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached the heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her devil according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now see, I, I know I believe in cars, cash, and crisps, but listen, there's some believers that are in the world going through tribulation. They got to know that there's a devil for them too. That's right. That's right. And we can't say in this country where we're going to end up. That's uh, right. You can't say that there won't come a day that they won't be killing Christians in the streets right. of America. Yes. You can't say that. Yes. 
a kid went into a Wednesday night Bible study, killed people, and they took that dude to Burger King before they incarcerated him. They gave his whopper. So God has a double even for people in that case. Did you get something out of this? Praise God. Praise God. Hand of God Ministries, we as Destiny Generation Church salute you and we celebrate you and believe God with you that this is your year to possess the devil. God bless you. Hallelujah.